0: You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of The Phil Nason Show. The Phil Mason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show.
1: Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I'm excited to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes. We'll talk NFL football. Lots of news over the last week. And Michael's here in a minute. Join me. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Head on over, sign up for an account, and find out why PlayUp is your best bet. Michael Noonan's here. It's time to talk a little football while everyone else is talking hoops. We kind of talk football. What's up, dude? Too much. Too much. I know. I looked yesterday because I've been kind of busy with this move with this and a new job and all these things. And my goodness, lots of things have happened in the last week, and we'll get to them. Let's start with the
2: Browns. <laughs> okay.
1: Deshaun That's- Watson, Baker Mayfield. Now we'll throw Jacoby Brissett into the mix. They have three quarterbacks that are all either former starters, current starters, or disgruntled starters. Where do where shall we start?
2: <laughs> well, it, it's a pretty simple layout. They have to trade Baker Mayfield. Right? Right. Not going to keep him.
1: Can't keep him.
2: And you got to find somebody that wants him.
1: Good luck with that.
2: Brissette's there to cover uh, Deshaun Watson's suspension,
1: which he, which his imminent suspension, by the way,
2: which could be six games, could be more. And then you have uh, the new addition. I said it last week. I really don't give a damn who likes it or not. Um, I don't want to wear his jersey. <laughs>
1: I don't think many Cleveland Browns fans, from what I saw on Twitter yesterday and this afternoon preparing for this show, I think they're in agreement with you.
2: Well, I, I, this is like, it's a—it's an indictment of how we think about sports. He is undoubtedly one of the probably top five most talented quarterbacks in the National Football League. Teams like Cleveland, Minnesota, my God, do we need a quarterback? How many years have we needed one for? One year of Brett Favre, and then, oh my gosh, I would if 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 he were to sign with Minnesota, it'd be the end of the end of the line after fifty odd years for me. Wow,
1: that's saying a lot. I, you, I, you bleed purple and gold.
2: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, you uh, do. And uh, and I I have since I was a very small child, but if they would have signed him, I'm done. I am done. Not interested. And there uh, there's not even a hesitation in that. How in the world would I root for someone who has been, in my opinion accused by uh, enough people who don't know each other in enough different places of doing the same things for me to make what I believe is an accurate assessment of the kind of person this is. And I don't want that person in purple. And I don't blame the Browns fans at all. Those people are some of the most invested fans in pro football. Oh, yeah. And have been forever. They love their Browns. They... have Stuck through garbage that we... Their team moved. (laughs) In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. With all of that tradition. Jim Brown. Paul Brown. Oh my gosh. All of the history of that team got up and left in the middle of the night. And then they they got their team back. These are invested people. And I do not know how you sell this to a fan base.
1: Jimmy Haslam tried. You know what he said? He said that in the press conference today, he said that he talked to his uh family, his daughters and they signed off on the deal.
2: Well, then I guess his family can buy all those jerseys.
1: But, but I, I
2: There's no I way just, I am. Is it, well I, you know, I, I root for the Browns occasionally because uh, I remember uh, I enjoyed watching him when um, Marty Schottenheimer was coach, Brian Seip was quarterback, all that fun stuff. Yep. I, I won't I will not even watch their games when he plays. I'll go that far.
1: OK, I, but- I love watching the Browns play because I have so many Browns friends. And I just love when they lose so I can rub it in. You know, fandom is fun. But this is a different thing in Mayfield. Mayfield something else. He puffed his chest out, demanded a trade to the Colts, and they didn't want him, not for even a pick. They had wanted Davey and Cleveland at least a first-round pick, and no one bit. Now they'll be lucky if they give up a seventh-round pick or a fifth-round or later pick. And the other team, whoever gets stuck with Mayfield, will eat most of that $18 million he signed for for his last year. You know, that last year and his option kicked in, you know. And and let's face it, one year ago today, that looked like a real good deal. But, jeez.
2: So, so the, the, the pendulum has swung too far on Mayfield.
1: Yep. But I called it on this show. That's all I care about. I told everybody who would listen, that that kid who stuck that flag in the Ohio State on their field, while I love that, because I despise Ohio State, I said, "That kid ain't no quarter. He ain't going to be your savior. And for a minute there, I, I, I started to wipe the egg off my face. But hope thankfully, Baker revealed who he was as a quarterback. And he's more popular now for doing progressive commercials than being a quarterback. And, you know, it even goes as far as when a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., who played with Hall of Famer or future Hall of Famer Eli Manning, he said, it's nice to have a quarterback who can get me the ball. And he was referring to Matthew Stafford. (laughs) So, I mean, that and Jarvis Landry. Look, you know, throughout the season and, and give Mayfield credit. He played banged up, hurt, whatever. Even his teammates are like, wait a second here. You know, maybe you ought to rest for a couple of weeks and get healthy. It didn't materialize. Kevin Stefanski and the Browns have seemingly had enough. And now, you know, there's all kinds of rumors. I hope to, I pray, Michael, that he doesn't wind up with the Lions.
2: I don't think that's going to happen.
1: No, I don't either, but they say it might.
2: He's not an upgrade over Goff. Um, What's going to happen is, here here you go. You ready? Yep. Here's my big prediction. Here we go. If you'll remember, a few years back, Minnesota had a quarterback problem. They didn't have any healthy ones. (laughs) And (laughs) Sam Bradford was not doing much in Philadelphia. And so Minnesota gave up a first for Sam Bradford. And Sam Bradford's knees wouldn't allow him to perform very well for very long. But the same thing's going to happen here. If Cleveland hangs on to him, which means that they they put him on one of those reserve lists, they let him stay home. They, you don't want the guy around the team now under any stretch of the imagination. You wait till somebody has an injury and you stick them up. This is the cost. And I would imagine that the price – you're going to get at least a third depending on which team it is and how desperate they are. And that's, Sam Bradford, that's um, Baker Mayfield's future.
1: You know that's not a bad
2: idea, really. They just need to hang on to him until somebody, somebody has a big problem.
1: Cause you would almost have to have a big problem to bring him on the, on the team. Although you know what, maybe he's been humbled a bit. I'm sure. But, man, you know he went from feeling dangerous to being dangerous. I woke up feeling dangerous today. Okie dokie. Well, you know what? Now they have a quarterback. Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe they're just going to hang on to him and see what happens with uh, Deshaun Watson. But I don't think he can ever play for the Browns again. I, I don't think his teammates want him.
2: You can't have the guy around the team anymore. He's done. Stick a fork in it. I think they mishandled it, really. Uh, they mishandled the whole Baker Mayfield situation. But, again, I think the pendulum swung too far. Uh If he grows up a little bit through all of this bitterness that he's going through and learns to play within his limitations, because we all everybody knows what his limitations are. I mean, people like you and I know it. Defensive coaches know it a hell of a lot better than we do.
1: You aren't lying there.
2: He still has some capabilities. He's still very mobile. He doesn't have a terrible arm. He could be a, a good bridge quarterback. So let's let's look at a guy like um, Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Teddy was the number one draft choice, had you know a really good future ahead of him in Minnesota, blew up the leg, et cetera, et cetera. He doesn't have enough arm strength now and, now, and without the ability to push off on that leg. Uh, not a great passer, <laughs> but he has become the ultimate bridge quarterback. Everywhere he goes now, he was the bridge in Denver. He's now the bridge in in, in Miami. That's a good way to make a living.
1: Yes, it is, and, and, and that's probably what Mayfield will do. You're right.
2: That's that's where I see it. Unless, like I say, um, he gets thrown into a situation where a team's really desperate, uh, they acquire him and he strings together uh, a profoundly good set of starts, well, he may have a future that we, we don't know about.
1: And we'll have but to wait and see, right?
2: Certainly moving on.
1: Yep, he sure is. Speaking of moving on, Chiefs Kingdom erupted. Fins up Kingdom said, hey, we just got ourselves a receiver. The new... The new Debo Samuel of the Miami Dolphins is now Tyreek Hill. He's no longer with the Chiefs. They had to give up five picks to get him. And now Miami has a noodle-arm quarterback with a big-time, actually two big-time playmakers that he won't be able to get the ball to. And I don't think they've done much. Miami, that is, has done much to upgrade that offensive line. And I think Tyreek Hill is going to be very disappointed in Miami.
2: I don't get what these... There's two teams that I just... Among many, I guess, that I just don't understand what they're doing. Uh, You know, Minnesota is basically going to roll back that same mediocre team from last year. And they think coaching is going to make the difference. The problem wasn't that your players were as good as other team's players, the problem is, is your coaching wasn't. Okay, Miami's saying the same thing. My question is, having watched some Miami games, and you and I talked about this all year long,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you've got, now you've got these two playmakers, deep threats, uh, plus Gisaki. Um, plus, uh, they signed the guy out of Dallas.
1: Right. right. Wilson. Yep. Yep.
2: All three of their receivers are known for their prowess in the deep game. Do you really think that your change in coaching is going to add strength to Tua's arm?
1: <laughs> no.
2: I, I don't get it, Phil you give up the whole draft for a guy that will consistently outrun your quarterback's arm how is that going to work
1: doesn't work to me you know that's the funny thing with tyreek hill is he bailed mahomes out because he's very talented but mahomes had a shot, has a shotgun of an arm and when he's you know in trouble hill comes back Catches the ball and busts one off. I don't think Tua is that same guy. We've seen it already that he's not. Man, that didn't make any sense to me either. That was a head scratcher. I don't know. Who knows what they have up their sleeve. Maybe they have an idea they're going to draft a quarterback. Who knows? Maybe they don't. I don't know. Whoever thought that Tua it was an NFL quarterback, a starting quarterback, probably shouldn't be there. That was Brian Flores' biggest bone of contention. Please don't draft him. We need somebody who can throw the ball. <laughs> and they didn't get him.
2: Well, they're, they're not going to draft him because they don't have any draft picks left.
1: Well, That's true.
2: So they are basically all in on Tua. And my prediction is that by the sixth game or seventh game of the season that Teddy is starting in Miami. I, I just don't see... I watched some of their games, and every one of their games was a succession of one running play and then short crossers, usually looking for the tight end. And whenever they attempted something mid-range or deep... I mean, it, it, it looked like what's that badminton where you whack that thing over, you know, and it's really light, so it doesn't go very. Anyway, I don't get it. Don't understand it. It's a it's a blow to Kansas City, but they they now have the draft capital to replace him. But I I think it sets them back for this year.
1: It could. You know, they did uh, sign Marcus Valda or Valda Scantling from Green Bay, which probably isn't making Aaron Rodgers very happy. And they did get Juju Smith-Schuster. And they still have McCall Hardman. He He's got a good team. He still has his offensive line in place. Still Patrick Mahomes. But, yeah, you don't replace a guy like that.
2: So if I were going to make a list of the top 10 most inconsistent receivers— in the National Football League, the three names that you mentioned would be somewhere in that list.
1: Right. That's true, too.
2: And Tyreek Hill, people don't don't think about this because you they only talk about his speed. He's turned into a pretty good route runner. And I don't remember Ty, Tyreek Hill dropping a ball.
1: Uh, he probably has, but I have not seen it.
2: And... Marquez vildes Scandling. I watched him two times a year for sure. Every time they played the Vikings and plus all the other Green Bay games, um, you know, clang. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, And Schuster had his own issues in uh, Pittsburgh. You know, two of those three might not even make the team, depending on what they end up with in the draft.
1: Well, they sure got a lot of draft picks. They're going to go after a couple of receivers, you watch.
2: And there's a lot of them in the draft. So they're they're in a position where they can bundle up some and move up and all that stuff. So, I mean, financially, it's a good move for them. It, I believe it sets back the offense. And Tyreek Hill is going to be down in Miami getting a lot of sun and very few catches.
1: Yep, yep. He's going to catch a draft. That's all he's going to catch from running out of the tunnel because that's the only time he's going to get to use his speed because that kid can't throw the football, and that's a fact. I mean, that's just a fact. We have watched it. You know, they talk about him like he's the savior of the Dolphins, but even Dolphins fans know that he's not. Deep down inside, they have to. But you know what? They're riding with the guy they got. So good luck to that. And good luck to Tyreek Hill. And good luck to Jalen Waddell. And good luck to the guys that went to the Chiefs. Mitch Trubisky to the Steelers. That's the steal of the... I think that's going to be a tremendous move for them. There's even rumors that if Baker Mayfield gets cut, that he might wind up in Pittsburgh. But Trubisky behind an improved offensive line, without Juju. He still has a pretty good core in Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. What did you think of that move?
2: So, again, here's a guy I watch at least twice every year. Bears mm-hmm. play the Vikings. Um, we were not in fear of Mitch Trubisky. The thing that you do see in him that kind of would give you a pause Uh, is he had what appeared to be the tools. Um, He can run, and he's got a good arm. What did he learn in Buffalo? Um, Did some of what made Josh Allen into Josh Allen rub off on him? It's possible. If so, then, yeah, I agree with you. But I'm sure going to wait and see on that. You know, possible good move, maybe. Let's see if they draft a quarterback.
1: You know that might very well happen too. You know maybe he's their bridge um, to the future, and I think Ben Roethlisberger is still planning on uh, helping out, so he would be a good mentor for him also. I was I liked Trubisky to be honest. Uh, he had a winning record as a starting quarterback for the Bears. A lot of that had to do with the defense. But people I respect think the world of him as a human, and they think the world of him as a quarterback who never, they felt, never got a real chance, didn't have the tools at his disposal. And if you see the kid, uh, the one young fellow who didn't get any touches this year, (laughs) hardly, maybe, uh, and he flourished with Trubisky, so Robinson, I guess it is, and you know what? Maybe we'll have to wait and see. But I like what the Steelers do as a team. I'm looking forward to going to a couple games this year because I don't mind the Steelers. And, and as you know, I don't mind uh, Mike Tomlin at all. I think if anyone can make him or mold him into a the quarterback that already has the tools and give him the confidence to do what he needs to do, it's going to be Mike Tomlin. So... I think it's a good move for them. I think it's a bad move to bring in Baker Mayfield. If that's what the rumors that are out there are true, I I can't see Mayfield in Pittsburgh. When he goes to Cleveland, they'll chew him up.
2: Yeah, I I don't see that happening. I agree with you about Tomlin um, and about that organization. Although rumor is that they interviewed Rick Spielman to be their new general manager. Um, good luck
1: with that. Yeah, that's not going to go well. We'll have to wait and see, though, that's for sure. But uh, Matt Ryan, I've always, you know, Atlanta Falcons fans, you know, sometimes I guess we don't appreciate things until they're gone. And Matt Ryan has had a Hall of Fame type career in Atlanta. He's eighth in passing in NFL history, he's been around 15 years and now he is with the Colts <laughs> who said, thanks for the, uh, the idea Baker, but we're going to get us a quarterback that can throw the football and knows what he's doing. And I think Matt Ryan does. And I think he's this Colts team under Frank Reich might turn out to be pretty good this year.
2: Possible. I think Matt Ryan has been, at times in his career, excellent. Yes. He's also, how old now?
1: Oh, 30. He's got to be what, 36?
2: 37? 30, 37. Yeah. Um, has had the holy tar beat out of him for the last couple of years. Um, they don't really have a, what you'd call a spiffy wide receiver core there in Indy. They do have a good offensive line. Uh, What I expect is Philip Rivers' part two.
1: That might be the case. That could be the case. I think Ryan's going to enjoy his change of scenery. I think he's another guy who's going to be a great bridge. You know, and he might win them some games that Carson Wentz wasn't able to win for them. You know, they did start out pretty good last year, and they did have a decent run, and it looks like they're running it back. For the most part. So I mean, why not? I, I want to be optimistic because Matt Ryan won a football a fantasy football league for me a couple of years. So I, I like that kind of thing. So uh, I'm always gonna have a soft spot for the guy. But I'll always remember that Super Bowl against Tom Brady going into the locker room with that humongous lead. <laughs> and and I'll never forget the look on his face when they're stand when he's standing on the sideline and just looking like what the hell just happened
2: (laughs) oh yeah it's that's a sad sad day for for falcon fans and for obviously for matt ryan all right you know the point you make is true there are games that they they should have won that went basically threw them out of and if matt ryan can put those in the win column then that's a whole different story it may be a really good move for Indy, but he's a bridge quarterback. That that's for sure.
1: Yep. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And then uh the Saints decided to uh bring back Jamius Winston. I think that's a good move. I like watching him play with that team. You know, and if Michael Thomas can come back and a healthy Alvin Kamara along with a couple of other young guys that they have at their disposal. Who knows? Maybe we're going to see a 40-touchdown a pass season out of Jameis if he's healthy. Probably not, though, right? No Sean Payton.
2: No Sean Payton. Um, I've already heard fantasy guys talk about how they're, they're going to be able to draft Michael Thomas because people forget about him because he didn't play last year. And... I think he's toast.
1: Now, why do you say that? Because you know, like I said, I've seen the same things. Now, I, I personally, I, I kind of gave up on him a couple years ago, really. But why do you say that?
2: So last year, there there was physical problems, right? Mm-hmm. But there were also mental problems, clashes with the coaching staff, clashes with the organization. Um, there's not much around him. Uh, I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole. That's fair. I'm not drafting him.
1: Nope. Thank goodness. Not even in your fantasy team.
2: Oh no, no, no. Yeah. Well, let's say, you know, you get into the 10th round And he's still sitting there because everybody did forget about him. And you've already, you know, you pretty much put your team together already and you're filling up the reserves. Maybe. Then. But as a critical person that I'm counting on. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. You heard that. You heard that here first. No, 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 no. I I don't I I don't know what to say. All I know is I don't draft him because I usually go after you know receivers in the second or third round and when Michael Thomas was hot, he was drafted in the first and I don't usually go there with that. And Michael and I are going to have we're going to host a fantasy football league next year. You can take Michael and I on. Michael and I are going to team up for a team and take you all on. So Find us over on Twitter. You can send me a message. I'll help you get started. That's PNason Show, Or you can just email me at phil at com, And we'll get you started. And it'll be a lot of fun to take Michael and I on. Good luck with that, by the way. Uh. Now, this is the favorite part of the show. It's the end, of course, which isn't my favorite because Michael and I have been working together for 100 years. Devontae Adams... Is now with the Raiders. That means that Aaron Rodgers signed a four-year deal, right? And he doesn't have his two top guns now on the roster. What do you make of that? Davante Adams with the Raiders. Good for him. He's got a quarterback, another quarterback who can sling it.
2: Good for him. Um, good for the Raiders. Good for Derek Carr. The thing that I keep reading about... You know how Rogers had to be so upset about. Rogers knew this was coming. Rogers and Devonte Adams, to my understanding, are relatively close, and discussed their contract issues before either one of them was signed or traded. What Aaron Rodgers cares about is the, the number on his contract. Aaron Rodgers is a prima donna uh, who has the abilities to back it up. But I think that he is signed on to a pretty difficult situation. Um, if you recall last year, Devontae Adams was about all he had. Uh, Alan Zard was a pretty good um, third receiver. Then he got hurt. So don't know how good he's going to be coming back. Um, he doesn't have a lot to play with. And he he has all sorts of issues when he doesn't trust his receivers. All sorts of issues. And Green Bay is significantly, Green Bay is weakened more by this than Las Vegas is strengthened. Let's put it that way.
1: Oh, yeah. He lost his guy. He doesn't have much. We'll have to wait and see what does happen. I personally don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to play out the season. I think he's going to get another one of those uh, COVID toes or whatever. Because Or we'll wait and see. You know, they have some draft picks. So we'll have to wait and see. But, man, great stuff today, as always, Michael. Awesome. Just following you, Phil. Oh, well, then, then, then I'm glad that you're here because you're easy to uh lead if you know what I mean and that's going to wrap it up for today's show. We want to thank Michael and if you want to find him on Twitter, follow him at phoenix preacher and if you're so inclined and want to check out his website, it's phoenixpreacher.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Thanks to PlayUp for presenting this show. That's playup.com. Sign up for an account. Find out why PlayUp is your best bet. All picks made on the Phil Nason Show are tracked at betstamp.app. Until next time, y'all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.